0: HBCUs are more than a trend. We're forever a part of the culture. We can, we can show, show you, better you better than we can, can tell, tell you. A Queen series and HBCU Pulse has you on lock. From royal court to Greek life, sports and campaigns to graduation. We, we are, are the, the number, number one outlet for HBCU, HBCU students. Make sure to tap in and learn more at hbcupulse.com. HBCU
1: Hello, hello everyone! Welcome back to another episode of the Road to Royalty. I'm your host Taryn Richardson, and you were just listening to an interview with the new Miss View. Congratulations to Christelle! Hey, good. You can catch that full interview on YouTube um, at the Queens series. But like I said, I am your host for tonight, and for tonight's episode of Class Queens, I have two special campus queens joining me. One of them being Miss. Lucinda Camille, who, Conte, I'm sorry, who is the 92nd Miss Virginia State University. Also, I have Miss Destiny Clark, who is the 83rd Miss Savannah State University. Hello, ladies. How are you?
2: Hi, how are hello. you? It's a pleasure hey. to be here. Hey, Des. Hello. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy you guys are here. Thank you for joining me. Um, just before we get into I want you guys to introduce yourselves to everyone, starting with you, Lucinda.
3: All right. Greetings, everyone. I am Lucinda K. Conte, a senior business management major hailing from the Garden State Union, New Jersey, by way of Sierra Leone, West Africa. And I humbly serve as the 92nd Miss Virginia State University.
2: Good evening, everyone. I am Destiny Clark, a graduating senior from Atlanta, Georgia, majoring in biology, and I currently serve as the 83rd Miss Savannah State University.
1: Yes, so ladies, congratulations on your roles for one. I know prior to you being the Miss Ah, uh, campus queen of your university. You both had the honor of serving as Miss Sophomore. I want you guys to take me a little deeper into that. What it was like being Miss Sophomore, and what was it like running for Miss Sophomore? I want to start with you, Destiny.
2: Um, for me, running for Miss Sophomore was a great experience, and also reigning as Miss Sophomore was a great experience. They. And I ran for Miss Freshman. Ran for Miss Freshman, did a campaign, um, did the whole shebang. I didn't win Miss Freshman. Um, I'm not gonna be very transparent with you guys. I was a little disappointed, but I did not let that get me down. Um, so, as I got more adjusted to Savannah State life and meeting new people, joining a couple organizations, I decided to run for Miss Sophomore. Ran for Miss Sophomore, did the whole shebang once again one of the that was actually my first of course my first experience um campaigning in the spring at the hbcu if you go to the hbcu springtime campaign time is amazing so just the experience that was just top tier um did that got elected and really enjoyed my mid-sophomore reign met some amazing people including my Sister Queens, Lou, as well as many others, so it was a really, really good time. Being able to put on events, service events for my class, and just really being the ambassador for my class. And because I know, like Miss Evans is the ambassador for the whole university, so I, I look at it look at it as Miss Sophomore is the ambassador um, class.
3: Um, following up over my wonderful sister queen said like she said i think one of the greatest things i gained throughout my experience as a sophomore was the bond that i built with my sophomore sister queens like Destiny even said like we're literally talking like we know we know other so long and because we have and we served on the court together so like you build some amazing bonds and relationships with a lot of really great people and traveling to different places and the conferences and um all the things that come with being in the royal court is just a one in a lifetime like experience. It's so hard to explain. Like, and that's why I love doing it. Like Destiny said herself, I also ran for Miss Freshman and Lost and ran for Miss Junior and Lost. So I participated in every single um world court campaign that my university has had since I've been here. And it's definitely really strenuous. People ask me, like, how do you do it? But it's just like, I really, I don't know. It just I felt real driven and compelled to it like I can truly say it's my calling even doing it the way that we are which is not what we expected it's just like we kind of always remind each other that you know God wanted us here right now for this reason so it was just overall a really great thing to be a part of and I had to continue doing it and then we all a lot of us From that particular reign, 2018 and 2019, are now miss of our universities, and that just makes our bond so much tighter. And we're still cool. We're still cool and close, and talk to our sophomore sister queens to this day.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Both of you mentioned something that was very important to me. Like you guys did not quit even after you lost. um, After you ran for Miss Freshman, I want to know how did that? How did you get that courage to say, okay, again, I'm going to run again, even though I lost. Um, running from Miss freshman. i want to start with you Lucinda. Well,
3: it was definitely a hard hit to the ego. I'm not going to lie. Like Destiny said, you know, it's really hurtful, really discouraging. You're just like, wow. And I came really close. Like I lost by eight votes against five or six other girls or something like that. So um, I was really like, wow. But then it's just like, I to me personally, it was just like, if I was that close, I know that I can do it again and really bring it home. And I did.
2: Definitely agree with Lucinda. Um, elections are always on a Friday, so you always find out results on Friday. After the results were done, were said and done, I was sad for a little bit. I even cried a little bit because it was just like, wow, like this is my first
1: definitely election
2: correct. in college. Like it didn't go how I planned, but it it was okay. I was okay with it. um I knew going on forward, I knew what what my end goal was. What I wanted to do. Um, and that wasn't that wasn't the end for me. I think like a couple of weeks later, the SGA president actually asked me to be appointed on her cabinet as um, executive secretary and also press secretary. So it was just kind of like, okay, I didn't get this, but I was still able to be in the student leadership position and help SGA and help the student body. So after that, I was totally fine with it. I started meeting new people, looking at different orgs that I was interested in, and kind of you know, getting the feel of actually being a college student, making sure my grades were top tier, just really enjoying my college life, but still wanting to be in student leadership and still stepping out and getting involved on campus.
1: Wow, yes, and you know, you got a a blessing out of that denial, Destiny, you said that you were uh, appointed to Miss SGA's team, and that's, that is amazing, like, I want to know some more about the hardships you guys had to face um during your time as Miss Sophomore we can start with um Destiny
2: um uh, okay so the hardships of Miss Sophomore and like I said before I really enjoyed my reign as Miss Sophomore I think I enjoyed it just a little 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 bit too much um freshman year I ended my GPA with a 3. seven, like Hey, I'm excited for my first um year as a freshman, 3.7 GPA, let's go. Um came back as a sophomore, I enjoyed it too much. I started slipping on my academics and this is me being very, very, very transparent as a student leader because if we don't tell you these things, you'll go on the blind with it. But I had a little bit too much fun being a sophomore, throwing events, doing, doing community service, hanging out with friends, hanging out with the Royal Court being in meetings, it got to my head and I kind of fell on my academics. My GPA is still in the threes, high threes at that. But at that moment, I knew destiny. At the end of my sophomore year, I had to buckle down and get my life back together because I'm here for a reason. And that is to get my degree and graduate with honors. So that was one hardship that I went through. I was just having too much fun. And it reflected in my academics and i promise myself to this day if i'm going to continue on being in student leadership my grades have to be top tier. if they're not then i cannot do both It's academics first and then everything else comes later so that was kind of the hardship and i told my mom that all the time like i really had too much fun and i i think i got just too comfortable because i've always been a student that has had good grades so i just got too much i just got too comfortable got too lazy but everything is great now and I'm really, really balancing everything pretty well.
1: Um wow. like Oh, I was gonna say, what about you, Lucinda? Go ahead. Like
3: my sister Queen just said, um, Definitely, you gotta really prioritize and put your grades first amongst no matter what. Because even now, speaking in my current position, even back then in the sophomore, it's just like when you have all this stuff that you gotta do for university. So events, appearances, having to do this, this, and that, planning, still trying to have a social life. I was in other organizations at the time too. I had that going on. Still had school, and then I was working too, which leads into my next part, which is my biggest challenge within. Being on the royal court so long and dealing with campaigning in royal court is the finance aspect of it. That is a major part of being on the court or being missed in general. So, like, that is something you got to have together. And, I mean, I knew that I wanted to position and I figured God would make a way. And Lord, he has because I literally I feel like I'm always working because I have to, you know, do all these things and live up to all these expectations, which can definitely be a lot of stress because I, like I said, I have a lot on my plate. So sometimes it feels like I'd be taking on too much, but it's just like, I can't let any of it go. So you gotta be able to like, really like prioritize schedule, work your way through and like pull it out on top. And you know, God has been controlling. He's been leading me this far and I just need him to help me make it to the finish line.
1: Yes, Uh, yes, yes, yes. Ladies, so you guys have had experience and campaigning um, Lucinda I know that you ran all four years uh, when we got sent home when we were thrown with the pandemic I'm sure you probably already had in your mind how you were going to be running on campus how you were going to be how you planned on campaigning on campus when we got hit with the pandemic what what was your initial reaction like as far as campaigning to be the miss, the next campus queen?
3: Honestly, with everything just falling apart all at once, it was just kind of like, I literally thought my life was over. Like when we got kicked out in the spring, I was like, "This is not happening." I was like, "I had the pageant coming up. I had so much stuff going on in school." I'm like, "How is this happening right now? Right before my senior year?" And I'm like, "I'm there's not going to be a football season." You know, everybody was thinking that was going to be over quick, but then when it spills into the school year, there's no football season. that We don't have to get basketball games. You know, the conferences, all the stuff that I really enjoyed about being on the court, essentially. But of course, I love still being able to serve my university, be on campus, be around, and do that. That is a major part of being on. The the court as well and it was it sucks that we don't get to experience that but like we still got to move forward and fulfill our duties
1: what about you destiny what what was your initial reaction
2: um <laughs> for me I was really really sad I think it was we got the email and I was on the phone and I just the person I was talking to I just went blank and they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, we're not coming back to school. Um, and in my mind, playing in the back of my head, um, at Savannah State, it's this is guy named Leaders Marshall, he takes all of the pictures on campus, and normally around campaign season, during the results, um, that Friday, he always records all the election results. So you really get to see everyone's reaction. And the miss the Mr. and Miss Savannah State reactions are like so big and so grand and in the back of my mind that just kept playing in my head like I'm not gonna get that moment that all the other queens before me got like I'm not gonna be able to jump up with all my friends and you know just have that glorious moment that you know you kind of been waiting for so that was in the back of my mind or I'm not gonna be able to literally be face to face with the people that I'm asking to vote for me or really just to you know get to know them and have events and kind of talk about my platform in their face I have to do it virtually so that kind of put a bum put a bummer on everything and I was a little bumped out I was a little sad but as a student leader that's just something you really 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 have to adjust to and adapt to because you could be creative with you know different things or whatever you're thrown with so I was sad but then I as a leader I got over it really really quickly and kept it pushing.
1: So once you got over it did you find that there were any advantages of campaigning virtually, Destiny?
2: Um well definitely saving money. <laughs> um that was that's an advantage. And also for me, and this is just me personally, of an advantage was just to see how creative I could get in the little different cute ideas that you know everybody might not think about, but when you think about it, you could kind of run with it and go that extra mile. Um another thing would kind of just be like really using my social media to its fullest. Um, and that's something that I can say, like, I ran a social media campaign for Miss Savannah State University. So those are kind of the advantages that I kind of took from it.
1: And um, what about you? Yeah. What about you? How, <laughs> was there any advantages that you took from campaigning virtually? Um, definitely agreed. I like It was
3: definitely a lot easier on my pockets because campaign season on campus at HBCU will run your pockets dry. I'm telling you, but um, having that experience, of, like she said, seeing how creative you can get, making sure that you're putting out like totally fire content, trying to see how crazy you can get with the graphics, how creative you can be, because not only is that, you know, this is where transition, this is the first time it's ever been done like this, completely virtual. So you really got to make sure that the content that you're putting out is like that. And it stands, it makes you stand out amongst anybody. Like it has to make you like, you might as well be campaigning like you already got the position. That's my piece of advice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lucinda, you got to tell us how you went about getting your videos and your flyers done um, for your virtual campaign
3: so i got really lucky because my sister's boyfriend is a videographer and we went to a college campus that is where i live at home and i he filmed my video he did all my pageant videos and all i had to buy him was like a piece of camera equipment that was like a hundred dollars and he was like i'll do all those videos if you give me this equipment i'm like say that so i got all of that done i was able to put um out some rigorous like campaigning um information because um I had a lot of like help with like putting together content. So I was doing TikToks, I was doing uh, fried chicken Wednesday tutorials. Like I was trying to be as creative as I could be. And you know, it showed because like, I really like did that. <laughs> like, I can definitely look back and say, I killed my online campaign.
1: Yeah, so it was definitely more of a, you know, can't think about what you don't have, but utilize what you do have type of thing, huh? You
3: definitely do have to get very
1: creative. And that's what I want to tap into next, the creativity behind both of your your themes for running for your campus queen. I know you, Destiny, you had an amazing platform. the Wiz, I want you to tap into that, like, tell us all about that and how that came to be.
2: Okay, so for me, and... after campaigns were said and done, I kind of sat back and reflected on my campaign. And it kind of got me thinking and reaching way back because I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And sometimes your life comes full circle. Um, so when I was younger, I would go to my Nana's house. And um, that was around the time when we still had um, VHSs. And I had the Wizard of Oz VHS. Every time I go over there, I would watch that movie. Literally back-to-back. Back. I think I probably ran the tape out of it. Um, So, and, you know, not really thinking about it. I grew up kind of, you know, grew out of the Wizard of Oz. Didn't really watch it anymore and things like that. I got to Savannah State in my freshman year. And I told my friends, like, because they, of course, knew that I did want to run for Miss Savannah State. So, you know, I kind of talked to them, like, what you guys think of a Wizard of Oz thing? And they was like, yeah, I think that'll be cute. Like, yes, that'll be cute. Talk to my mom about it. She liked it, of course. And so I think a week or two passed, and I was walk coming into my freshman residence hall, and my CA, my community assistant, like a RA said to me, he said, Destiny, if you run for something else like Miss Savannah State, I think you should, I think you should do like a Wizard of Oz thing. And it was kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. Like it kind of freaked me out, but it's kind of like, maybe this is my confirmation that I need to do the Wizard of Oz thing. Cause We don't even hang out, but it's kind of like, that was in your mind, and I was literally just talking about that. So going through my um, college years, freshman, sophomore, junior, I kind of started thinking about, okay, what do the students at Savannah State need? They need knowledge. That's why they're in college, because they're expanding their knowledge, and they also are learning about themselves. You got courage. Once you know about yourself and know different things, you could go out and step out and try new things, join new organizations, and really just be an outgoing person and change your perspective. Once you have those two components, now you're finding ways to love your institution, and not only love your institution, but love yourself. Once you know about yourself and understand who you are, you'll begin to really, really start loving yourself more, and then you'll start doing things for your university, which will make you love your university even more. So that was kind of how I put everything together. And looking back, it's like, wow, that kind of came back full circle. And I am really big on what's for you is what is for you. And everything happens for a reason.
1: What was Definitely. also interesting about, sorry, Des- um, Lucinda, uh, Destiny, what was also interesting about your platform was that you weren't the only one using the Wizard of Oz theme in like, how did you manage to navigate through that? You, you continue to press on using that platform, even though you saw other people using it.
2: So, yes, they, there were many Wizard of Oz themes. And it is a great theme. It's, it's like all schools need knowledge, courage, and love. Like, that's just that. Um, but me personally, I knew I wanted to run for Miss Savannah State before I even stepped on Savannah State's campus. Running for a missed position, that's not something you you think about the day before a campaign and you just give it to the students. That's something that takes time and you're kind of thinking about it. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. So there was no turning back for me. I wasn't going to change anything once I saw other um, young ladies do it because I know that was, that was me. My theme was set for me. That's, that describes me. So it was just kind of like, I'm just gonna push forward and go because I'm at SSU. There's no place like SSU. There's no place like A, like is like I'm at Savannah State. This is from my perspective and being a Savannah State student, not any other school. So I know there might be other schools that had the same thing or other candidates, but you just have to push on. You can't, you know, just think about what everybody else is doing because what's for you is for you. And what you are bringing to your student body is what you're bringing to your student body and nowhere else.
1: Thank you for that. Um, before I asked Destiny that question, Lucinda, you were about to jump in and tell us about what your theme was, your platform for running for Miss Virginia State University.
3: Like Destiny said, my theme also was really like catered to like myself and what I, um char- so I kind of created my platform based off of a charge to my students and my university as me being a queen, a promise to them, and a charge to them as well. So I promise that I'm gonna do it for them, and then I want them to do that in exchange to myself, university, and to everyone around them. It is the platform of the Infinite 92nd. And it's crazy how this came to me, and I kept seeing signs, like that's what said, like of like how I was gonna do it, and how exactly it was gonna go, because I was thinking of, you know, uh, like how am I gonna, I'm gonna do something really creative, maybe something I could do a symbol with, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I could do something like with the stars or something astronomical, something like a symbol or something like that. And then I was walking in the store and I walked past a pair of earrings and they were gorgeous, beautiful earrings and in the shape of infinity sign. And it was like dangling. And I'm like, wow, that is perfect. And then I'm like, wait, even within itself, being infinite is something that I stand on as well as resilience which is another one of my uh, platform points. But um, so to be infinite by definition is to be limitless in extent, space and or size. And I believe that it is important to go way above and beyond in what's expected of you at all times. I feel like if you have an opportunity to make a change in this world, you have an opportunity to set someone's life to provide community service. Give it your all. Go above and beyond what's expected of you, what people think you can't do, prove them wrong, just go for everything that you see fit for you, because I don't think anything is impossible, I feel if you put the work forward and the effort for you, at then I mean, it's always going to be in God's plan, but God will always lead you to what is for you, so um, be over the top in everything that you do, because I consider myself a very over-the-top person, anybody that knows me could definitely agree with me, And that is pretty much what my platform stands on, as well as like resilience and being on your grades. So being infinite in your academic success and securing a job when you graduate, which is reflected on my programs. I'm doing like resume reviews, a professionalism workshop and things that nature. Like I want to make sure that I'm giving something to the students that um, is authentically myself and what they should be giving to themselves and the people around them and things of that
1: nature. Yes, that's that's amazing. So I have a question as far as when it comes to thinking of something that you want to use as your platform, what advice would you give to someone that's kind of, you know, drafting out what they want to use when they start to campaign for Campus Clean?
3: Very short and sweet. Look into your heart. I promise you, if you really sit there and think about it, it will come to you.
2: Um, I would say, and when people ask me about campaign advice or things like that, I always say, do you have your platform points? That's the first thing you need to do. You can't have a really, really cute theme, and your reason for running is not where it's at. So once you get your points and what you're going to run on, I always say, what do you like to do? What do you like to watch? What's your, like, I feel like when you come up with a theme, it has to be something that is you all the way. For me, for example, I like the Wizard of Oz. And a lot of people, once I brought the platform and theme out, they said, that's definitely Destiny. Like that's you. So when you look at your platform, it has to say you because it's not gonna, it's not gonna feel genuine. Like people, you're not you're not even gonna be able to connect with it because it's not you. So definitely think about like Lucinda said, think long and hard about it. Really think about it and make sure that it's you because you have to go out and Sell yourself. And if you're not comfortable, then everybody's going to see that and they're going to be like, yeah, no. (laughs) So that's the advice I would give on that one.
3: Emphasis on the sell yourself because you're really branding yourself to the entire university. Running for class queens, you're just marketing yourself to the class. It's a whole different level when you got to get the entire student body to vote for you. So you really have to make yourself stand out and shine. And the best way to do that, like Destiny said, is being yourself. Be genuine. Be true in who you are. Knowing your heart, who you are. When people will see that energy and they see that you're being you, and that is reflected within your platform, they're gonna be drawn to you. I'm like, how can I not? vote for it. it just seems like you know she's just she's this genuine person and that's who she is when i see her around on campus so just be as genuine as possible
1: i love that i love both of your responses to that before i move on i want to let people know that are in the audience that they are free to ask questions just raise your hand and we can move you on up so you can ask lucinda or destiny a question now, Lucinda, I mentioned before that you ran all four years, so you kind of you've had this thing with campaigning, like back to back to back. I want to know what did you find more that you liked? Like, did you like campaigning virtually, or did you like it in person?
3: I'm gonna say, you know, both of them were really great. Um, in regards of like which one was a little bit easier, I would say the virtual online campaigning, but campaigning there's something about campaign season like destiny said and campaigning in person there where you really get to connect to the people in your university and you really meet a lot of great people like i've made friends through campaigning like because i've been running all these years. people are used to seeing me like it's just I made a lot of really great friends and met a lot of people, and I'm showing people my genuine self and not even just coming off to the you know just vote for me. I'm coming to them like I'm a student that goes to your school, and I'm just like you, like we' like we're all the same people, I would really want to get to know people because I wouldn't want to just do it for a university of students that I don't even really know or care for, like I don't see the point of that. It should be for a greater purpose than that. So I wanna get to know the people that I wanna serve. I want to get to understand them and relate to them and things of that nature by being myself and showing them that I'm just like them.
1: What about you, Destiny? What did you find to be more that you liked or even to be easier for um, campaigning virtually or in person?
2: Um, I definitely agree with Lou. It, social media virtual campaign was definitely easier. But me personally, if I had to choose and start all over again, I would choose that in-person campaign. Simply because, like she said, we missed out on that face-to-face connection, that in-person connection. Actually, seeing people walk up to me and explaining my platform to them explaining why I want to be Miss SSU. So virtual campaign, you just scrolling on Instagram, Twitter and like, oh okay, she has a nice platform. Like, okay, I'll vote for her. But actually being on campus, I could really dorm storm and really go to door to door and talk to people on why I want to be Miss Savannah State, why I want to be their queen. Or actually being able to host events and having fun and being creative in a live setting. So it was easy, but I like the in person better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Destiny, you've had some connections uh, with previous queens such as Jalen McKee, who served as Miss Savannah State University from 2016 to 2017. Tell me what it was like working with Jalen, and even how you guys met. Um. So, me and
2: Jalen met my senior year of high school, 2017. I had made my decision to go ahead and go on to Savannah State. I went to our open campus day, and I think it was like April, yeah, April, and that was basically where we kind of just came. It was like a earlier version of orientation. We toured the campus and really just um, seeing what Savannah State was about. And it's really funny because I actually went, my open campus day was in April, and I think that was right around the time campaign season had was going on at Savannah State. So I, um, our session was over in the gym, Jalen and Keeb, who was Mr. Savannah State, came in, introduced herself, gave their spiel on being Mr. Mr. Savannah State. That session was over, came out the arena and just so happened she was walking out or she was talking to a, a future freshman as well. And my dad was like, go take a picture with her. You don't want to take a picture with her. And me being shy, me, Senior, I was like, no I'm okay I'm good (laughs) so he was like no Destiny come on let's take a picture and I still thanking for to this day for doing that went and took a picture with her well I talked to her and it's funny because a couple weeks before that I DM'd her on Instagram like hey I'm, I'm interested wanting to know about queen life I'll be going to Savannah State and she didn't reply to me so finally went down there and I said, "Hey, I messaged you on Instagram and you didn't reply." And she was like, "Girl, I've been busy. I'm sorry, but I will reply." Um, talked to her a little bit and she, we actually took a picture with each other, and she still uses this picture to today, like for my birthday or even once I won Miss Savannah State. Um, I took a. She let me wear her current, I mean her sash. So in the picture is me, her, and Keeb and I have on her Miss Savannah State um, sash. And then after that, we kind of kept in contact. It wasn't as frequent as it is, frequent as it is now, but we kind of just kept in contact. And I kind of asked her for certain advice and um running from his freshman, running from his sophomore. And then with that, we kind of just grew our own bond and relationship. And like we're big sister, little sister. I just talked to her the other day. We were talking about being Miss Savannah State and you know my plans after graduation. So that's kind of how that relationship formed. And just having her like on my on my side these past four years have really been amazing because she has we have went beyond as just oh she was Miss Savannah State I'm interested in being Miss Savannah State like we literally talk about just about anything and everything from relationships to families to really just having a little sister and big sister bond and
1: you've also have cre- created a bond with. Aaliyah Buckholz, who served as Miss Savannah State from 2019 to 2020. So do you think that your association with the previous queens helped you get into your campus queen position?
2: Um, uh, I wouldn't say that exactly helped me because I was um, well, like for example, me and Aaliyah, we were friends our freshman year. Um, so it's really funny how how our story is because we were friends way before and then she became Miss Savannah State. So I kind of, well, it did, it did help because I actually was front row in her reign. Like I saw everything that went on behind the scenes that I didn't see being Miss sophomore on Allie's court. So I would say it more prepared me to be Miss Savance because I actually saw it. Um, But we were, you know, we, I was friends with everybody before that. So I wouldn't say it helped me, but it helped me in a way.
1: Lucinda, how would you say like associations or even endorsements, what do they mean to someone that is running for a campus clean position?
3: Um speaking on the association part, I believe that it is like a really like it's it's nice to have because my freshman year, I was so inspired by that current state queen that I asked her to be my mentor. I said, um, I want to be a Miss Virginia State. I love everything that she does on campus. Like she was just so like grand and like I was just like, you know, I need her to be my mentor. So she was my mentor. She helped she gave me a lot of different like campaign advice. You get the insight. Um, just like, even just like on regular college stuff outside of being missed, just being able to balance student life. If you have questions about other things, but just having, um, a mentor who is doing something really well, it's just really beneficial. And then when I served on the court, I had another miss who, um, I'm really close with even to this day. Like we literally were just on the phone yesterday, who was my, um, miss when I was miss sophomore. Um, um, she and I were very close. I helped her a lot during, during my time on the court. Like I would help her put together outfits for our court. I would always like be at events with her, help her plan events. Like I was literally like right up under her, like in a way. And, um, it really helped because like, I really wanted to like understand the position, understand what the work that goes into it, the time that it takes and who better than to, um, understand it than the person that is currently doing it. And then eventually it's nice to like have them as my mama queens now, because before I was even in this position, we had that relationship, so it it's definitely amazing and then endorsement wise it's nice to have because you have people who can speak on and vouch you, but honestly, I feel like they don't really do a lot for your particular campaign because other than like it just kind of being for show
1: that's a very interesting piece because some people think that they have to get these celebrity endorsements and whatnot to help them get to where they want to be. So that's a, that's a very um, great perspective on that, Lucinda. Thank you for that. Ladies, I want to know what has been one of the biggest things you've learned while being queen during a pandemic? And, and what can you share with someone, with a future queen who will be a queen in the, during the pandemic, about how to get through it all? I want to start with you, Destiny. Um, I would say
2: don't worry about it. Um, At the beginning of our reign, Lucinda and even Ashley, we could all say like we were really planning for this normal reign and going to the conferences, going to the pageants, going to NASAP, going to different things that HBCU Queens do. So you just have to kind of Don't worry about it and go with the flow because everything is literally different now. So your reign isn't going to be like my reign or your reign isn't going to be like a queen two years ago because we're in the whole pandemic. Everything is very, very different. So I would say don't let those things stress you out. And I know me personally, I kind of let those things stress me out and really mess with my mental and make me sad because I was really excited for those conferences, those pageants, those um, games and dressing up and walking on the football field and really enjoying my student body like normal. So don't let it stress you out because we never know what's going to happen in the next year. So just kind of adjust, adapt and let your creative side come out and find a new way to do stuff. That's what I would say.
1: And what about you, Lucinda? What, what advice could you share? to someone who is looking to campaign and um, ultimately become the next campus queen for their university?
3: I would say there's um, the joy and there's not as much pressure to like live up to expectations because everything is different. So that takes a lot of stress off the, you know, because when you first hear the position, it does sound like a lot and it is a lot. So the one thing I can say that even though, you know, I can't do everything that I want to, I'm grateful for the break because I really needed it. and having the flexibility to be able to, you know, do things like virtually and move move things around and still being able to like, kind of be a normal student. Granted, there's still times of duty is still gonna call, but I know it would be like 10 times more hectic if things were normal.
1: Yes, and uh, for the audience members, I know I mentioned before that you can raise your hand to ask questions, but um, instead of doing that, I would like you guys to, if you have questions, to just text your questions to 478-221 seven one two seven that's if you have any questions and ladies we're going to begin to wrap up i I just want to say thank you guys so much again you guys dropped so many gems Uh, before we head out i want both of you to just share where can people find you and if if you guys are open to someone reaching out to you if they need help um for their campaign season that's about to come up Uh, i'm going to start with you destiny
2: um yes, 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 yes. If you have any questions or anything that you just want to talk about, you guys are more than welcome to follow me on Instagram and you can message me there. My personal Instagram is at daily desk underscore and that's d-a-i l-y d e s with the underscore. I'm very transparent. I'm an open book. Um, so just message me and we could exchange phone numbers and just basically go from there. So if you need anything, I'm always available. Same thing
3: like she said, very open book over here. Um, if you click on my Clubhouse profile, uh, my Twitter and my Instagram are attached. You Feel free to contact me on either or if you have any questions, any advice or anything like that, feel free to let me know. And um, I, anybody planning to run, I wish you the best of luck in your campaign. I hope that what we said resonated with you and you really like put forth your all into this campaign because running for this is huge and it takes a lot of time, a lot of commitment, a lot of thought and a lot of effort. Yes. Thank you
1: both so much. Oh, go ahead, Destiny.
2: Thank oh, you. I just wanted to kind of, you know, give some final words like Lou, enjoy your campaign. Enjoy the experience. Don't get caught up in the win or lose because you don't want to look back and say, I wish I would have just really had fun and enjoy all the experiences. Have fun. Stay focused on your academics and really just take it all in no matter the circumstances. I'm sorry, adapt and overcome and really just enjoy yourself. And if this is your senior, if this is going into your senior year, enjoy your senior year because it went by fast. And your senior is going to go by even faster.
1: Yes, thank you both so much. Again, I, I want to point out again to the audience that if you have any questions for Destiny or Lucinda, please feel free to text 478-221-7127. And even if you're interested in learning more about the ups and the downs of, of campaigning at an HBCU um, during this time, especially be sure to purchase the Queen's Pain by the HBCU Post founder Randall Barnes. And you can purchase the book by clicking the link in the Queen series bio on Instagram, or you can text the Queen's ping to 478-221-7127. Thank you, ladies, again, for joining for joining me tonight and just dropping so many gems. You guys are both wonderful.
2: Thank you. Thank you
1: so much for having me. Thank us. you so much. And everyone, please be sure to tune in to next week's episode. Next Wednesday, we're going to be here, same time, same place. And until next time, thank you again. I'm your host, Taryn Richardson, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday for the next episode of The Road to Royalty. Please continue to reign in your purpose.
0: HBCUs are more than a trend. We're forever a part of the culture. We can can show show you better better than than we can can tell tell you. A Queen series and HBCU Pulse has you on lock. From royal court to Greek life, sports and campaigns to graduation, we We are the number number one outlet outlet for HBCU HBCU students. Make sure to tap in and learn more at HBCUPulse.com.